Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we explore the awakening path. And we aim to do that in a very open, honest, radically vulnerable kind of way. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn. This episode is number 94. And it's soul talk. It's soul conversations. It's not your typical soul purpose, surface level exploration. It really holds an intention of taking us deeper, deeper into soul. So I would invite you to set up your space in a way that would open that door for you, that would support you to do some soul work, to do some deep soul searching, to do some deep soul reconnecting, to do some deep soul exploration. Um, This episode was recorded live on our YouTube channel. So we have moved platforms. We have shifted from our Facebook group and we've moved over to our YouTube channel. So we're still doing Saturday lives. Not all Saturdays, but a lot of Saturdays. Uh, Still doing Saturday lives and taking a portion of those Saturday lives and turning them into the podcast and loved it. Had a blast with it for the first time. So if you ever want to be with us live as these are being recorded and be part of that energy, it's a different kind of energy live. At least that's what I hear from a lot of women in our community. Um, Please join us. Just search Rewilding for Women on YouTube and you'll find our page and uh, you'll see our next scheduled live. Um, Hopefully there's one up there. We'll, We'll get all that sort of figured out too as we go along here. The other thing is there is a big, beautiful, amazing announcement at the end of this podcast. I talk a little bit about the eclipse energy at the end of this podcast too. So if you want to kind of get specific around soul purpose, soul contracts, we talk about soul contracts toward the end as well. So if you're here and you're going, I want to know more about soul contracts. I want to know more about rewriting of soul contracts, hang out toward the end. Um, That's where we go into soul contracts and then kind of reveal the big wild announcement that I did not see coming at all. This was one of the things that was eclipsed into rewilding over this kind of eclipse period. Um, So it's exciting and I'm really excited to share that with you. All right, so I invite you to set your space up, maybe a journal, maybe switch off any distractions, anything else that would support you to step into sacred space and to step into soul work. With that, um, I will leave you to dive into this episode. Enjoy. I just kind of invite all of us to take a couple of big breaths and feel into if you were about to step into a circle, like a sacred circle that has to do with soul. So soul, this isn't just soul purposes and I want you to fill out some checklists to figure out what your soul purpose is in life. I don't want to talk on that level. There's one level of soul purpose and soul contracts and twin flames. There's one level of that. And I'm not interested in talking on that level. That's like a marketing plot 
level and I do not want to talk on that level. I want to talk soul, like a soul talk, soul conversation, soul truth. And that's the aim that I, well, that's where I aim to go in every live when we do these lives. My aim is to open a door for us to go <laughs> as deep into our soul space as we can. And so just feeling into that and the invitation for us to move into that. What is it that you can do in this moment that will support you in this next 40 minutes or 50 minutes we have together, whatever it is. It won't be more than an hour. Um, yeah, I can, I can track it. 50 minutes we've got. Um, what is it that you can do for the next 50 minutes that will support you? This is about you. This is, this is not about me. This is not about all of the others that are here in our sacred circle, in our sacred space. It's about you. And so really just what can you do if you were going to explore soul? Soul, like you are gonna get so real, so honest, so raw, so vulnerable with yourself. What is it that you can do right now in your environment to just, maybe you need to change positions. Maybe you wanna sit on the floor. Maybe you wanna switch off the other computer or phone or maybe you wanna shut the blinds or you wanna go in a different room or you want to just feeling into what will support you. Maybe you wanna come back. We'll definitely leave this replay up for a few days. I don't know how long we'll leave it up for, how long we'll leave lives up for. We're playing with everything, but um, you can always come back for a couple of days, at least a couple of days, we'll leave it up. Um, but let's journey into soul together. Like if we're gonna spend time together, let's, let's do something um, that doesn't, that, that fills us, that, ta that takes us somewhere, that is valuable. And, and I, wa I want this to be so valuable um, and give you so much. In, in this conversation. All right, so now that we're connecting into our souls and connecting into <laughs> like our true north, I like talking about this um, from a standpoint of true north. And when we start to feel into like soul purpose, we start to, we can, it's one way of moving into soul purpose and the depths that I'm talking about or the heights that I'm talking about, not that surface level crap, right? The marketing crap around soul purpose, I'm not interested in that. But when we start talking about this soul purpose, you can start to move to it by feeling into true north, your true north. So true north would be your highest expression of self, highest expression of self, right? It's high self expressing through you out into the world. It's, you're aligning and you can almost feel it in your body. So for those of you who've been doing embodiment work, you've been rewilding for a while or other sorts of embodiment work, or it doesn't have to be embodiment work per se, but, but just feel if you were going to like turn the dial, you know, like when you're listening to the news, your dial is turned one way into one radio station, one frequency. And if you were gonna shift the dial, just, just, just right now, it's just an invitation. Here's practice number one, shift the dial. Like you just consciously, you can visualize it, you can energetically, you can move it, you can breathe it, you can sound it, but you shift the dial to come into, I am aligned now with my soul. I'm aligned with my soul. I'm aligned with my soul. And I always like to visualize this like straight down line coming down from, above through my crown down into my heart and it goes all the way down so it doesn't just stop at heart there's a lot of practices that will stop at heart but what i've found is when we stop at heart we don't do the necessary work 
to, um, to work through where our first chakra sabotages our soul purpose, where our second chakra gunk sabotages our soul purpose, where our third chakra, so down lower chakras, for those of you who've been doing chakra work or you've done shadow work, lower chakras hold, hold old stuff. They hold ancestral woundings, they hold trapped emotions, they hold um, unhealthy, unrealized sexual energy. They, they, hold, they hold and you can almost start to feel like, <laughs> like yeah, okay, I, I get it. I, I, can, I can feel they're denser, they're denser. So lower chakras are often denser. And so when we shift this and we do practices, and maybe you've done practices, soul purpose practices, maybe you haven't. Maybe this is your first time even f ever feeling into true north line or soul purpose line. And that's beautiful and that's perfect. Um, but a really important piece of this, and I don't care, it doesn't, I do care, but it doesn't matter how you do it, whether it's through rewilding or it's through other modalities or different ways of doing it, but you want to do practices, do modalities and be in spaces where you bring like that soul light, that soul potential all the way down all the way down to the base of your spot, like all the way down through all of the energy centers. Because so often, and maybe you can relate to this, you've maybe seen others, sometimes it's really <laughs> easy to see others versus seeing ourselves. So just here's practice number two. So if you were going to um, think about another person who you know, where they get the hit, like they get the intuitive hit or the intuitive flash or the insight or the inspiration, right? Like in spirit, they get like a soul calling or a soul spark or a soul guidance, a piece of soul guidance, they get it. And then they can speak it. So they might even be able to share it with you. Like a friend will share it with you or a partner will share it with you or they can speak it, but they can't take action on it. It just becomes this thing. The hit comes, gone. You know, like, I really want to share my art in the world. They never share their art in the world. They never even make the art because it, it only drops in to a certain degree. And the, <laughs> I want to say the dragons. We'll go with dragons today. We've talked a lot about dragons and rewilding. Like the dragons in the basement are like, no. No, no, and you, you might even hear these voices. So here's practice, whatever practice this is, practice number three. Now it's kind of feeling to yourself. So it's good to look outside and just see what it looks like out in the world. And then if you were to take it to yourself and go, what is the voice that comes through when you might have an inspiration? And I'll speak some words and you can just kind of feel. And I would actually love for us to share. Um, this could be one of those moments where it's really um, powerful to weave in all of our wisdom. So we're sitting in a circle right now, those of you who are alive in this moment, we're sitting in a circle of almost 200 women, or women, men, I don't know. So we're sitting in this circle and there's a lot of wisdom in this circle. And so if we can tap into that and weave different words with each other, it goes beyond just what I'm capable of translating into our space. So 
oftentimes a share in different words or someone else's experience of this will open something in you. And so I'm gonna invite all of us to share if you feel to, and to also read and receive comments if you feel to. So I'll, I'll read comments too, but what I'm gonna invite us to feel into and share with each other is you get a spark. So just, you can even kind of take yourself into this place. You get like a hit, you know, you get a hit. You get an inspiration, you get like a, a piece of guidance. And then it kind of comes in and then there's like a voice that comes through of you're too old to start that now. You're never gonna be able to do that. You're not smart enough to do that. You're na 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 na, right? And that's what I would love for us to share. Um, Sometimes we hear our mom's voice. Sometimes we hear our dad's voice. Sometimes we hear, and we don't even know who it is, but it's like the ancestors 10 rows behind us. We can almost like hear their voice like, we don't do that. Our family line doesn't do that. Jennifer, I love this. Um, mine says, I'm scared. I'm scared. Woman, you just hit fear. And fear is one of the deepest, deepest, um, most hidden um, energies. We'll just use the word energy. Um, uh, Cynthia, not good enough. Uh, Joanne, you're not strong enough or worthy enough. Uh, Susanna, or Susanna, you don't know anything about it. These are so, uh, I'm, too, I'm too lazy and or too busy. For me, the voice is, what's the point? And I feel overwhelmed. Um, it's existential. Um, I thought of fear. <laughs> I thought of fear straight away. Um, not good enough. Someone else could do it better. Or this is not needed. Oh, woman, that was amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that one. Um, scared to stop. Uh, I'm not worthy enough, not enough, smart, strong, worthy, enough resources, scared to stop smoking for the fear of being too weak. Oh, these are so amazing. I love these. Um, I'm scared. I don't deserve it. The fear of the result of not aligning with my vision, fear of failure. That's a huge one. Um, you're going to be called a fraud, uh, not enough. Uh, that doesn't match my identity someone else could do it better. Uh, the world is not ready for this. Ooh, that's a good share too. You're ridiculous to dream that big and crazy. Totally. Imposter syndrome. Syndrome. I love these. Um, I'm too poor. Why do you think, who do you think you are? Yeah, that's a big one too. Um, fear of sharing my voice. No one will listen. I'll say something stupid, not worthy enough, too old. Uh, and the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, it's already healing to just hear these. Oh, Martina, I love that you share this. I'll, I'll end on this so I don't end up reading comments for five hours. Um, it's already healing to just hear these because it's clear we're not alone in this. Um, um, I just want to feel for a moment we're at one of those like pause points. Um, and this is a, I'll share this as a practice. Um, 
to come back into realignment, uh, a pause can be very, very powerful. And so this is one of those like pause points in our conversation, in our circle, in our exploration. And this is practice number four, I think. <laughs> Five, I don't know. But the power in the pause and to come to the pause and to just like almost sit back in the pause and go, okay, what wants to come through now? Where do we want to move to now? What is true north alignment now? So even here in our conversation, my practice is to be here with you all, be fully present here and to be continuing to come to true north, right? To continue to bring it back and go, okay, what most serves the moment now? Like what most serves the moment now? How would love flow through me now to serve this moment the highest, the highest, the highest? Um, does that make sense? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's like life work. <laughs> that's living the divine feminine. So if we just quick take a little um, side road over here and speak about the gift of the divine feminine, the gift, one of the gifts of the divine feminine is the capacity to allow life itself to move through us love you can call it love you can call it life but to allow life itself love to flow through us and gift the moment to gift gift the moment gift the moment and so practice number six i'm just going to make up numbers as we go along um just let love if you were to just let love flow through you in this moment just just like and it could feel like energy or it could feel like light but just if love were to flow through you in this moment, how would you breathe? How would you sound? How would your arms move? You know, how would you, how would your body? So my body just relaxed. Um, uh, and just your, how love wants to express, this is all about soul purpose, P.S. I know, I know, this is gonna be amazing. I didn't even know this is how this is gonna to work together. So um, hopefully I can stick with the thread. <laughs> but if we go back to this practice and uh, yeah, Jennifer, I love those words. What would love do? That's it, it's, it's that. What would love do? How would love flow through me? How can I gift this moment? If the energy were to move through me, how can I gift this moment? And when we practice that, we get really good at letting love translate into words, letting love translate into facial expressions, into gestures. Letting love move through us in raw energy is probably the easiest step in the first step. So it's like the one that I teach probably first um, on retreats in mystery schools and things like that when we're working together with this embodiment of this, of this amazing feminine gift and amazing opening us up to our soul purpose. Can you start to feel this link that's happening? Can you feel it? Ah! You might not feel it yet. Don't worry, I'll get us there, I promise. 
it's a very thin thread. It's a very thin thread. It's a very hard thread to probably follow or to feel the connection between the two, but, but we'll get there. Um, I love this. I'm going to share a couple of these. Um, I would sigh deeply. <sighs> yes. Um, I feel soft. I would sigh deeply. Um, I would be more mature. Love that. Um, love these, love these, love these, love these, love these. So, hmm. All right, we're gonna go for it. We're gonna go for it. I said we weren't gonna do this surface level um, crap around soul purposes and soul contracts. I said we were, we're not gonna waste our time if we're gonna come here and we're gonna gather and circle, we're gonna go for it. So uh, just hold on or maybe let go, whichever one you need to do either like hold on to the jet that's about to like rocket us off into mystical truths or let go of whatever baggage and heavy weight you need to let go of in order to be able to skyrocket into mystical truths. Whew. The only thing that ever exists is this moment. The only thing that ever exists is this moment. That's it, that's it, right? We, we know that. Intellectually, we know that. We, 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 we get that. We don't live that. We don't embody that. We intellectually understand that all that really exists is this moment. We intellectually get that most of our thoughts are future-based. Most of our thoughts are future-based or they're um, based in the past. Most of our thoughts are, and I've done lots of podcasts on this, or maybe not lots, but I know I've done a recent one where I've talked about how much energy we're expending in the future and in the past and, and to bring it into this present moment. So here's the wild thing about soul purpose, walking that true north line. So this is, this is the guts of it, right? I said we're gonna get to a height that is not normal soul purpose crap. So the guts of it is that, <laughs> Let me feel how to best express this in words during a Mercury retrograde. Um, hmm. Living our, our true north line, living authentic soul purpose, right? Like I'm going to follow my soul's purpose <laughs> is quite wildly and quite literally moment to 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 moment coming into what's in the highest what's in the highest if love were going to express itself through me as a gift to this whole world in its highest expression how would it be how would it do that how would it do that in this moment 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 and now in this moment if love were going to express itself through me in the highest way possible in the deepest alignment with my true north and with my soul what would it do what would it do how would it express what would it say how would i hug someone what would it do at this moment this moment this moment this moment this moment that's insane. <laughs> on one level, it's insane. On one level, it's, it's, it's totally insane. Like, you've got to be kidding. On another level, it takes away so much stress and worry and thinking and future-based crap and past-based crap. 
it is so simple. Life gets so, so simple. It gets so simple. It gets so simple. This, those words, do without doing. Do without doing or I'm being done, right? Like I'm being done. I do without doing. Things are just happening. It's all happening and I'm not working hard for it. I'm in flow. That's kind of a more surfacey level way of saying it, but it's, it, it helps the words. Like I'm in flow. I'm in flow. I just live this moment to moment to moment. How does love want to express through me? If I were true north, truly aligned, and if I were, I talk about our thread, right? Like we all, how I see, or not how I see, a good visual to help us is sometimes feeling into the divine tapestry. So you feel into the divine tapestry, the tapestry of, of the whole of everything. And that tapestry is, is threads woven, like all of these beautiful threads woven. It's the divine tapestry. It makes up the whole divine tapestry. And your thread, right, your thread, your thread is, I feel like I want to give us all a red thread, <laughs> but, but your thread is red. My thread is maybe yellow. Um, Laura Lynn's thread is maybe green, right? So we all have these, this is how I see soul and our soul purpose. I see soul and soul purpose in this way of, we have this specific, unique, beautiful, amazing color of thread. It's our thread. It's, it's, it's your thread. And you fully being red thread, fully being red thread, fully being red thread is the greatest gift that you can give the whole of the divine tapestry. I can't give red thread. I'm yellow thread. All I can, I can only give yellow thread. I can only give yellow thread. So that light pours through me and it comes out as yellow thread. That same light, you know, this is, this is, I said we're going high. I said we were going high. So, right, like hold on or let go, one of the two. <laughs> but um, that same light, you know, this is that concept of, of uh, like the divine, we're, we're, we're all a piece of the divine. The divine in me sees the divine in you, namaste, right? Like the divine in me honors the divine in you. That piece of me that is you honors you. You know, like that link, that divine link between all of us. Um, or that all is one principle, which again, like a lot of that can be like surface level stuff or, or really mentalized, like, oh. But that light comes through you as, re as, as red. And your like only job, <laughs> this, is, this is the simple part. Like this is what makes it so simple. Your only job is to be just as red as you can be, just as, as fully red, as fully red, right? And letting all of that light come through you as the color that you are, the color that you are. The divine tapestry needs your color, like needs your color. My yellow needs your red. Your red needs my yellow, right? It's, 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 it's that, it's that. It, and, it, and, and then it all weaves and, and we create this amazing, wild, beautiful tapestry. And as we um, express more of that soul light, let's call it soul light. Like we'll just call that light or that piece of divinity soul, like soul light. 
as that soul light expresses through you and out into the world and the more and more and more and more of that soul light that expresses through you and out into the world, the more and more and more the whole of the tapestry rises, right? The whole of the tapestry rises in vibration, rises in consciousness. It becomes more soulful, more soul filled. And if you think about it from a really mundane standpoint, you might go like, mm, okay, that doesn't, that, I kind of get it. But examples are sometimes really great. Think about a time in your life when you walked into a room that was soulful. Like it was soulful. Maybe it was a workshop or a retreat. Maybe it was church. Maybe it was nature. Maybe it was some, but it was like soulful. Soulful. It was full of soul. Full of soul. And you walk into that space and that is like a representation of the collective. So you walk into that space and it's like all of that is now the Kool-Aid that you're drinking or the air that you're breathing. It's what's now permeating and, and touching you. And so it, it sometimes, if you think about some of those spaces, it brings you up to a higher, more soulful state of being. It brings you into more and more alignment and more and more and more of that soul light can pour through you because it's almost like inviting it out, right? It's like, yes, yes, bring your soul. Yes, bring your soul. Bring your soul, whatever the fuck the expression is of your soul. I don't care if it's red or purple or green or blue or orange, and I don't care what you create with your red thread. I don't care if you create a life where you are a mother and a wife, or if you create a life where you are a business owner, or you create a life where you are a teacher. None of that, none of that matters. That's part of your red. Like that's part of your red. And so you feel into a space like that and then feel, so now go opposite. This is, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Let's be honest, this is gonna suck. Now go opposite of that to a place where you walked in and it is dense, it's heavy. There is no conversation about soul. You're not feeling soul. You're not feeling anyone really aligned with true north. You just, you walk in and you're like, whoa, uh, this is, um, and you can think about a space like that. I'm, for whatever reason, the space that comes to me is like a government building, right? like the DMV, which is where we go to get our driver's license and things like that. And, and I have such respect for, for, for anyone who's working in government and in places like this, but you can feel the structure of it does not support soul, right? It does not support soul. Um, or like an assembly line, it, 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 like there's no supportive soul and you walk in there and you're just like, okay, how quickly can I get back outside? Okay, can this just go a little bit faster? I gotta get back outside as soon as possible. So when we talk about the rise of the collective, you can just feel into that. You can feel into what just a little example of these different spaces can do to support our soul's expression or to shift us off of soul expression or it gets a little bit harder. It gets a little bit harder to stay 
in True North. It gets a little bit harder to stay in, in how would love serve, how would love serve, because you've got, you know, a hundred people around you going, uh, I'm going to the money thing. Uh, we just need to make money. We just need to make money. We just need to make money. It doesn't matter about soul. I don't really care if you're aligned. I don't really care if you're loving anything. We just need to make money. We just need to make money. We just need to make money. And you can, you can feel that, right? You can, you can, you can feel that. Um, I'm giving really, uh, really <laughs> intense examples and I mean no harm by them. It's just uh, a, a way of trying to give us different, really easy things to, to kind of feel into. Okay, so I want to take a pause and give us a moment to just let all of that sink in and to share like what, and it might be related to our conversation and it might not be, but what has, what is most profound for you up to this point? So, and you can just share in the comments because a lot of times this will awaken other things in others or by sharing sometimes will take us deeper into it and we can kind of bounce off of each other and just feel into different comments and different, again, that wisdom coming from different angles, being spoken in different words, and how one woman will see, or, or man, person, I need to start using the word person now that I'm on YouTube, right? It's so wonky, like, whoa, wait, wait, what? We're not in our Facebook group, whoa. Um, where one person could see, um, another person will see something very different. Um, uh, Jennifer, I love this. Where is my light most needed? Love that. So yeah, just sharing what is it that's been most impactful for you up to this point. So we've been together for about 40 minutes now. What has been most impactful? What stands out the most for you? What's like a takeaway? Like your, your, your one takeaway, if you're only gonna take one thing away from this so far, and it doesn't even have to be related to anything I've said. I mean, we're opening up to many, 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 many layers, and it may be something so unrelated that opened up in you. So please don't feel like it has to be something that is words that I spoke or similar to words that I spoke. It can be way, seemingly way out of left field, and it's not, it's not. So just, just know that that's all super welcome. Um, uh, thinking about gifting moments instead of <laughs> being an ass <laughs> slash my worst self. <laughs> Love that, Jasmine. Um, brutal, honest truth that makes my body sweat and my heart pound. Oh, I like this. Your color plus soul light equals soul full equals high vibration. Oh, Brie, woman genius. I love when you put things like that together. I've seen you do that numerous times and I love it. Um, two party. Uh, uh, hold on a second. Uh, focus on lower chakras. They are, impo they are important for soul purpose. Heck yeah. Uh, love that, Martina. Love that you just wove that um, back in. That is so beautiful. And I might uh, take us off on another little thread with that. My work practice is to keep my light lit bright so I can always act in love. Uh, that when I think I'm done or when I'm coming undone, I can remember that I'm being done. Wow, you women are amazing. Um, B, that's beautiful. Um, there's magic in the unknown. Love that, Claire, a lot. <laughs> 
Um, what would love do if it expressed through me? How can I get little self out of the way to allow the divine to come through? Love that, Alexandra. Um, do without doing. <laughs> Cook without the instructions. That's such a great way of putting that, and I love it. Um, add more kindling to the fire. Um, this is soul talk. Um, color is my tapestry, and I'll let um, I'll let all of everyone read everything and again this will be up for a couple of days so sometimes coming through um, and rereading comments can be really powerful sometimes just or even coming back once we're done is just coming back through these some of these threads and allowing it to um, to sink in or to hit you or almost like that little vibration shared in these words can like vibrate at the same resonance as something inside of you. So it's like this particular thread that a beautiful woman is weaving will have a certain frequency that will just hit the perfect frequency. It's like harmony, you know? Um, and it just hits that perfect frequency. And so letting it, letting it do that. Um, um, I'm being undone for my highest good. I feel like a seductress. Yeah! Um, wow, okay, let me feel, do we want to talk about soul contracts? I think I've done so many um, previous podcasts on uh, lower chakras and shadow work, so I'm going to leave that to, uh, for, for you all if you feel like you want to dive deeper into that. I won't go into that here. I've got juice around it, but... I feel like there's, I'm seeing yes, 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 um, to go into soul, soul contracts. <laughs> this is always super tricky territory. I always feel like uh, there's so many hooks when we start to talk about soul contracts. Um, there's so many hooks and there's so many projections and there's so many um, fan like fantasies that we, and then you say, like the word twin flame, and then it takes it like exponentially up to another, I'm gonna be super honest here, another level of delusion and another level of fa fantasy. And I don't say that in a harsh way at all, at all. Um, I also want to say that how I love to explore this is in a very open way, in a very open way, without Sabrina opinions coming in. So I was giving some Sabrina opinions just a minute ago, but what I really want to do is totally honor all of our ways of seeing soul contracts and seeing soul purposes and seeing twin flames, and I honor it because ultimately we don't know what the truth is. We don't know what the truth of soul contracts are. We don't know what the truth of twin flames are. We, we, we ultimately, there is no like tangible evidence. And so I would, I feel like it's much more beneficial to all of us to go to the level that I feel is the level of truth around soul contracts and 
and twin flame type stuff. I won't go into twin flame. I did a podcast on twin flames a long time ago. You might not want to watch that. It was old and I was pretty fiery. Like, I don't even think I would watch it again, but someone just watched it the other day and said it was one of the most amazing episodes that they've ever seen. And I'm super critical on, I never watch anything that I ever do anyways. So if you want to dive into Twin Flames, there's also something, a podcast done on Twin Flames. So I'm gonna keep this to soul contracts. To me, soul contracts, and again, let's walk into this very open-minded and let's walk into this from a place of what can I gain from this? What words that are coming through, the energy that we're sitting in, what is true for me? So what is true for me? What sparks in me? What twinges in me? What awakens in me? What shifts in me? Because that's what it's about. But that's what it's about. So let's feel into, if you want to close your eyes, practice number 752. <laughs> just kidding. But if you want to just close your eyes and feel into what you would consider to be your most karmic relationship. Karmic relationship, most deepest soul contract relationship, right? So it's got the most karmic ties. It's got the deepest connection. It's the most like otherworldly. It's the most unexplainable attraction to another person or you just can't get out of the thing or there's hooks and attachments and projections or there's just an insane amount of love or an, an insane amount of, um, um, I think connection is probably the only word I can really find around that. But just feel into one, just one. You might, you might have like 10 of them, but just feel into one for a minute. Just, just feel into one of these relationships. And really be, be in, in that energy. So just kind of let yourself really be in, in that energy with that, that being. Hmm. So just staying there for another couple of moments, just being in that energy, being in that energy. Now, you can do this with your eyes closed. You can do this using your breath. You can do it using intention. You can do it using movement, but separate yourself from them in this moment. So just energetically, Separate yourself from them. Just they are whole unto self and you are whole unto self. You are whole unto self. So feel yourself coming into whole unto self, whole unto self. For those of you who know the Mary Magdalene archetype or the Parvati archetype, those are great archetypes that open us, awaken us, and lead us, guide us into whole unto self, whole unto self, whole unto self, whole unto self. I am, I am complete, I am whole, I am full, 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 I am full. And now from this place of being whole, being full, I'm whole unto self, 
and allowing that person their complete freedom to be whole unto self. So we're not placing anything on top of them. We're not spell casting anything on top of them. We're, we're simply allowing them to be whole unto self. That's it. So, so no like pushing energy towards them. No, this is totally respecting, honoring the unseen realms and how fucking powerful that we are, honoring this person's space and this person's being. And so just allowing them to be whole unto self and you be whole unto self. Hmm. And then feel, are there parts of you that feels like I need you for this. I, there's a hole in my heart that you, person I have a soul contract with or soulmate, fill. I need, there's like a graspy, needy, fill this hole, fill this gap, do this thing for me, be this thing for me. Just feeling, and there's no judgment here. Like, we don't get to judge ourselves here. <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone. There is no shame, there is no guilt. It is radical honesty. It is radical honesty. It is radical honesty, radical vulnerability. That's it, that's it. And, and the more that we can be true with ourselves, the, <laughs> the deeper we move into that space of know thyself. Right, and, and just us being okay, it's okay. It's so okay. We were taught to be codependent human beings. We were taught to need another. We were taught to have holes in our system where we would pull someone in so that they could fill it for us. We were taught to do that. We were taught to do that from a very young age. Many of us were taught to do that. Many of us were taught to do that. Many of our family systems are built on that, right? Lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime, our ancestors built their safety and security on these principles. One example is between the masculine and the feminine. You be the masculine, I'll be the feminine. You do your job, I'll do my job. When we come together, we can be a whole entity. But we're not a whole entity until we come together. That's just one tiny example. That's one tiny example, one tiny example. But just coming back, coming back to, back to self. Hmm. And feeling if you were whole, right? If whole, there were no, um, needy, graspy places within self, you were mature. Mature is another really great word to use, especially around the feminine energy of this. If you were mature feminine, right? You were Parvati, you were Mary Magdalene, whole unto self, whole unto self, whole unto self. What do soul contracts look like then? What do soul contracts look like then? 
What does relationship look like then? If we were living true north, and my soul's expression is the greatest gift that I can give this world, my full red thread, and however it wants to move its way out into this world, my love moving through me, or love moving through me, my soul light moving through me and expressing out into this world to its fullest capacity. What is a soul contract from that level? From that level? What is a relationship from that level? This now becomes a relationship where we're not feeding each other's wounds. We're not putting balm over the gaping hole that resides in our sexuality. We are now anamkaras. It is now about how can my soul nourish, nurture your soul, right? What, how can I gift you on a soul level and how can you gift me on a soul level? Right? If we're going to talk about soul contracts, let's actually talk about soul instead of this surface level garbage that we consider to be soul contracts and soul mates, right? Like let's, let's really honor what soul is, what soul is. And if it is a soul contract, it's about the evolution of your soul. My soul is here to help your soul evolve. My soul is here, right? That soul, that soul contract. And sometimes, let's face it, sometimes we have soul mates who are like our arch nemesis and they are a soul mate. They are a soul mate. It's like your arch, and sometimes that's our, our partner even, right? Like sometimes that's our intimate partner. Is, is this amazing gift because they show you where the growth is asking to happen so that you can stay on true north. They show you exactly what's going on in first, second, third chakra. They show you what's in the basement. They show you your shadows. They show you those things and that is their gift. That is their gift to us. And some soul contracts are not of a flavor where they're constantly um, uh, taking you into what you need to see or what there is to see, what rubble there is to clear, what healing there is to happen in order for you to express more and more and more and more soul light. You know, like you want to remove the rubble, remove the blocks. You want to find ways to let all of that go. Sometimes, sometimes soul mates and soul contracts are these glorious, amazing connections where you have this friend who literally like sees your soul, sees your soul and holds your soul like a mystical mother would hold your soul up. Like just hold it like, I see you. I see even if you can't see the fullness of your red thread, even if your red thread scares you, even if the expression of your soul out into this world scares you, I see it and I can hold that for you. I can hold that vision. I can hold that for you. Even when you 
can't. Sometimes those are soul contracts. Sometimes those are soul contracts. Um. <laughs> There's this funny line that I often share with. I have a few of those amazing um, soul um, friends. I call them on them car as soul friends. And we always have this funny line of thank God for good karma. Like, thank God for good karma. Because this path of waking up is intense as hell, right? Because we don't get to avoid shadow work. If we're gonna do, if we're gonna live from soul, we don't get to avoid all the parts that stop us from living from soul. We don't get to avoid all of the little dragons in the basement that are preventing us from living from soul. It's part of waking up. It's part of this beautiful, it's part of this beautiful path and it's glorious and it's wonderful, but it's challenging and it can be messy and it can be gut-wrenching and we can be on the floor in tears, bawling our eyes out. And, and then to have these, these Anamkaras who, who can stay at this higher level and can see like, hey man, I know, I know that shit's really hard right now. Like I know this is the most challenging thing you've walked through. I know losing your lover or your mother or your job. I know this is so hard. I know this is so hard, but it's so perfect for your soul. It is so perfect for your soul. I know your human self is struggling like it's nobody's business. I know your heart is in a thousand pieces and I know that this is painful, but your soul is really, really, really doing a happy dance and I know that you can't see it. I know you can't see it, but I can see it and I can honor that and I can hold that and I can love that for you even when you can't. So you can cry on the floor. You can cry on the floor and be totally messy and have a tantrum and penguin flapping. We talked about that in one of our last lives, like penguin flapping, like oh, I hate life. How many of us have wanted to check out over the last couple of months at some point? Like, man, where's the exit ramp? Like, where is the exit ramp? Get me off this crazy train. How do I get out of here? Like, I, I, this, is, this is insanity. This is insanity. This world, this life I'm living, all this stuff that keeps coming. Like, where is the exit point? <laughs> um, so, and that's our, hu that's our humanity. You know, our soul is like, <clears throat> yeah, no. We signed up to be here at this time. We signed up for this. We signed up to do this. Um, it's both and. It's honoring both and. Both both our high self, our soul self, and our humanity. Like both and, both and, both and, two sides of the same, both and, both and, both and. Um, so I know that we are at an hour. Um, I did wanna talk a little bit about Eclipse. So for the last like minute, uh, I will share uh, <laughs> in a minute Eclipse stuff. And then I'm going to, actually, I'll, I'll share Eclipse stuff in a second. I have a big announcement to make. Eclipse, this is how we'll talk about Eclipse. During Eclipse season, something that's really useful and really powerful to think about is what is getting eclipsed into my life and what is getting eclipsed out of my life. It's really powerful. It's really simple. It's so simple. It's so simple, but that's really how 
one of the ways that eclipse energy works always every eclipse it's always that what's being eclipsed in you know like things out of left field what's being eclipsed in and what's being eclipsed out right what relationship is being eclipsed out of my life or maybe what relationship is being eclipsed in so you want to think about what's being eclipsed in and what's being eclipsed out um, something this this is the announcement that i want to share with rewilding something that was eclipsed out for us in rewilding which i talked about at the start was our facebook group was eclipsed out <laughs> during this eclipse season so that was a, a letting go a releasing it got eclipsed out it was no longer in alignment it was no longer serving it was done it had done its thing it was letting go of that soul contract to me that was a soul contract that was a soul contract soul contracts don't have to just be between two people that was a soul contract a, a big facebook group had a soul contract with me with rewilding with however we want to feel into it and so eclipsing that out and then eclipsing in so for rewilding what got eclipsed in i think two days ago only was something that our community uh, have been asking for for a long, 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 long time. I cannot tell you how many requests that we've had for this and really the question of when are you doing this? When are you doing this? When are you doing this? And it's online mystery school. It's, it's that question has been coming for years, years and years and years and years. Sabrina, when are you doing an online mystery school? And my answer was always no. No, I don't feel it. It's just not there. I don't, it's just not there. That's what's gotten eclipsed in that got eclipsed in to rewilding so that um, is coming down the track uh, we'll have lots of details about that coming up in our newsletter so if you're a subscriber to our newsletter not a subscriber to youtube but i invite you to do that if you haven't done that uh, if you're a subscriber to our newsletter uh, you'll hear more details about mystery school i'm going to do a video about mystery school and um because I know that not everybody can do mystery school, has the time or the resources to do a 12 week journey into the mysteries. Um, and it feels like sharing, sharing the mysteries in a way that I can with the whole of our community just feels really important to me. It feels that's true north for me. That's how does love want to serve? <laughs> that's just following that thread. And it's really important um, for us to hold the space for the whole of our community for maybe it's a week long to explore the mysteries just just for a few days just a few practices of like here this is the mysteries this is what we can um, open up to um, in this format so we're going to talk more about that in upcoming um, things but if you're a subscriber to the newsletter you'll hear the details first so we'll um, i'll send out an email next week I'm talking about mystery school as soon as we have everything put together. Um, oh, this is beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Rewilding for Women just posted uh, the newsletter link. So if you're not um, part of the newsletter, you can easily just um, click that link and it actually takes you to the about page. And then at the bottom, you'll see where you can subscribe. And you'll also get, there's a free workshop that comes that comes with that. Um, and some some offer, but just ignore that. I didn't get a chance to change any of that stuff on the on the offer stuff. But know that all of our subscribers will get details on um, on mystery school. Ah, okay. Eclipse journey. Well, women, this is a big one. Astrologers, many, almost all that I've heard talking will tell you that 
the astrology of 2020, we will um, never experience anything like this in our lives. We have not experienced anything this like this in our lives to this point, and we will not um, unless we start living to be like 300 years old or something like that. But this is kind of like the peak, the peak point, this particular eclipse that's happening today. It's rewriting soul contracts. It's rewriting soul contracts. It's rewriting destiny points. It's rewriting soul contracts and it's got the capacity to rewrite destiny points. So what you thought was maybe soul purpose, what you felt like it was, might be shifting a degree or two. So be open, be very, very open. Be open to dreaming way bigger than you dreamt before. Be open to old, I shouldn't say old, be open to soul contracts coming to completion. Be open to letting them complete themselves. Be open to letting an ending happen for soul contracts. It's big, it's really, really big, it's really big. This ending for new beginnings. Um, the fact that our last eclipse was on the great attractor point, that's the point that kind of sparked all of this and kicked all of this off. This soul purpose, soul contract, holy crap, we're having an eclipse on our destiny points, which gives us the capacity to rewrite things, to, um, to work on levels that we cannot even begin to fathom. The beautiful thing about this is this energy lasts for the next six months. So it's not like, oh my God, crap, I only have a day to do this. Like, oh my God, the eclipse is peaking today. What do I do? Help. You don't, you don't have to do that. We're in this energy for the next six months. And I feel like that's part of why online mystery school is happening now. I, 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 not, I feel, I, and there's a deep knowing in my bones that that energy just holds a mystery school. It just aligns a mystery school, aligns with this container that we have over the next six months and this capacity to really open up to soul gifts, which is what mystery school is about, opening up to the mystery, opening up to soul gifts, opening up to um, moving into deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper alignment of soul path and living from that true north place and having that capacity to discern how does love want to move through me, to discern, to hear the voice, that still small voice within, that wise self that's always guiding, it's always talking. We just mostly can't hear it. <laughs> we just mostly can't hear it. We don't know how to access it. And then if we do hear it, a lot of times we'll sabotage it because of what's sitting in the basement, because of old societal conditioning, because of old fears, really hidden stuff. It's all the shadow stuff all the shadow, those voices that we were all sharing with each other, which was so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for the openness and the vulnerability and the honesty in those shares. Um, so I'll end it on this. And I really want to uh, just give massive love and massive gratitude to all of you who were here live um, on YouTube. This was a big step. This was, we got eclipsed into this too. <laughs> so we got eclipsed into this, uh, and it feels really good. It feels like a new chapter. So new moon, new chapter, new beginning feels like a new chapter for us in rewilding and just want to really thank all of you for your support through, th through this wild transition period and for being here and co-creating this space. This isn't, I, I, it's the flowing and it's the weaving, um, that makes, that allows for the magic to happen, that allows us to go to go where we go. And it's the energy that everyone brings and steps into and the vulnerability everyone steps into and the shares um, that we can weave in with each other. So 
I'm super grateful. It is an honor to be here with you and a deep pleasure. And I absolutely love doing these and we will do more of them. So if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, you'll know, you'll get a notification when we schedule our next live. If you're on our newsletter, you'll also get a note when we do our next lives um, and you'll know about all the other amazingly wild, uh, rewilding things that we're um, doing. Okay. Uh, so much love to you all, and I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>